if your advice is so good that people want to share it, yeah, they will share it. If it is so good that they're like, holy crap, this is great, they're going to comment, they're going to share, they're going to like, and they're going to watch the whole video, and it will spread on the, on those platforms. And when you talk with other foreign students, you if you, if you're talking B two C, you just give this give you can send it and connect with them and send it to them. But if it's really good, like they will share it the old fashioned way. Like this advice was freaking great. You should check this out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then you can, so you get to spread if you make it. If you have good, we have we have craft and we have uh, uh, the insight, the content itself, substance. Mm-hmm. If the substance is real good, like you have freaking solid advice that any that is really good for somebody, and I want I will share this with my friend. Yeah. And then craft making it look good and stuff that helps. But if you get the substance right, you're really far ahead. Mm-hmm. And if you keep producing, you're gonna get better at the at the editing and and the make the craft itself. But the substance it was important that you have really solid advice for people, and they will start to share with others. And usually, as soon as somebody's following you on on LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever they find you, they be like, "Holy God, this guy's got so good content!" They will start sharing it. Welcome to the Authentic Content Podcast with me, Rasmus Basari. And today we have a special guest. We have Martin Koske from Kiki's Home Delivery Box. Welcome. Thank you very much, Rasmus. I'm uh, happy to be here. I'm excited to what we have uh, for the audience in this podcast today. Yeah. So I want to talk about authentic content together with you. But to understand where we start, what is that Kiki's Home Box? What does the company do? Yeah, so at Kikids Homebox, we are a very early stage startup. And what we do is that we provide home essentials to people moving into Finland in pre-made kits. Uh, the kits contain over 50 items of essentials. So these are things that they'll probably need from their bedroom, bathroom, and kitchen products. And what they do is the customer can go online to our website and then they order from our website and we deliver it to them on the day that they arrive in Finland. All right, so that's a B2C product, but you also talked about having a B2B angle. Uh, what is that right now that you, you're thinking that you might want to do? Yeah, so we've been participating in the QS Accelerator, and through this program, we've uh, uh, discovered or are trying to discover a new B2B angle for their business. And this is uh, going to work whereby we work with uh, relocation company uh, service providers or uh, companies within the Finnish market that hire a lot of foreign uh, talent. And we'll be looking at providing these uh, home essentials kits to talent their employees. And then they this will be used like a sort of benefits to enable the employees settle in and integrate uh, faster in the Finnish society mm-hmm. and be able to be more productive at work. Do you know how they do it currently? Yeah, so I've been uh, conducting some research and my understanding from the few interviews that I've had, especially with uh, relocation services, uh, company providers, is that they help these people with a visa application and immigration issues once they've been hired by a Finnish company. And they also help them to look for houses, but that is where their services come to an end. So once you've found the house, you've arrived in Finland, you've been integrated and everything. And so where- well, So you come to a house, there's no, no bed linens, there are no towels, no kitchen appliances. Yeah, so basically that's how it is at the moment that you just uh, get to the house and you have a house, you have a rent agreement with the landlord and okay. it's an empty house. And then... That's very strange. All right, well, then I, I definitely see an idea here. So do you have any content that you do on social media at the moment? Um, we've been working on our Instagram and uh, Facebook and uh, LinkedIn as well. So mostly the type of content we've been putting out is more of informative content content. Uh, information to help people who have just moved into Finland, information to help them settle and integrate, and also some information about the company and the products that we sell to the people. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, if we're talking for the sake of this uh, angle, we're talking B2B. And now, so it could make sense to have another channel for that, that is just B2B. And then the content... So what I'm thinking about the content, you, I might maybe should ask you some more questions, but I know that you're so early, so I'm I'm just giving it now really fast. But you have a very interesting niche because you have a let's say for the sake of argument that selling this type of service to these uh, uh, like soft landing type of companies and companies who have people coming in, they uh, that's there's a big enough market and so on. Let's pretend that that's the case. Now the question is, do you want need to make content for them? So it's no longer content for these uh, people who are arriving because they're not buying mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. the B2B customer. So then we're thinking, if we're talking about what is interesting for the B2B buyer, what would they care about 
what would be empowering for them? Like, what could you teach them that they would be happy to know? Um, okay, it's uh, as I mentioned, this is a very new angle, so you're still trying to find a way to integrate this with the B2B, but mostly. Uh, what we will tell this uh, B2B uh, potential customers in that angle is about the benefits of helping their uh, new employees settle in, integrate uh, quicker in the Finnish mm -hmm. society. The faster they've settled in, the earlier they're able to actually be productive at work. You know? So trying to yeah. produce, from the top of my head, I think trying to produce content about the benefits of uh, supporting your new uh, foreign talent when they are moving into this new country, helping them. I think you're 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 almost there. You, you, so I, I agree with you. But instead of saying the benefits of what you, I would be like more concrete. So you get a new guy coming in, and for example, he, you might even talk specific countries. You have a new guy coming in from Bangladesh. What would be very important is that they have this thing that they are not used to for Finland. So make sure that in the house this thing exists. Or uh, when person is coming from. Uh, uh, I don't say Pakistan. I'm staying in the in that area now, but they have this other thing that they that they need, or that is a very common problem that you can adjust with, can can address with this, or this the type of when they come into a home, a very more important th thing is to have all the cutlery available because that's something that they will need. Or yeah. uh, so you can just and that's part of what you offer. You don't have to say that necessarily, but you're just going through all this different stuff to make the feeling of coming to Finland better, and you're doing it for free. You're just teaching me. You can just do these things that would make it better. And by the way, as I'm saying this, it will be very clever that if you expand from just a box, yes, you have the box, but you actually have other things that are included. That, like, let's say I'm on one of these services that I help foreigners come in and get the visa and everything. There's a reason they don't do this extra stuff. It's probably because it's a little bit bothersome. It's a bit difficult. But if you do it, it for them, all of this stuff, not only the cutlery, maybe that could be interesting for them to pay for. To get a really to get like a five star experience, that yeah. might be something you should have. Also, we helped onboarding company. This what what are they called when they the expat import companies? <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, I just call them relocation service providers. Okay, yeah. so we help relocation services relocation services get uh, get get uh, be get five of out of five out of five reviews. That's uh -huh. what we do. Yeah. So yeah. we add the icing on the cake to make sure that when they come in, they're like, "Holy crap." This is great. So they just do the same thing they already do. They don't have to change anything. And you just come in and you add the icing on the cake to give them a five out of five. Review. Yeah, definitely. So then, and then cutlery is part of it. So now you can just go because you know other expats. You've interviewed the companies. You interviewed the people. And you've done this box delivery. So you know about these people. You just talk about all the things you can do to make it a better experience coming in. And I would do then a TikTok on this. You have your own uh, LinkedIn channel. And LinkedIn is still a lot of B2B anyway. So you can just keep your channel on LinkedIn. And your private LinkedIn, I would do content like this. Then I would add, this is part of the LinkedIn strategy. You add every single person who works in this industry into your LinkedIn. And you start communicating with them. You can do a cold connection. That means you don't even have to write anything. I don't know, you know, cold is like super cold. Just, just click add. You know, uh, many of like 20, 20 to fifty percent will accept it. Sometimes even higher. They would, especially in Finland. If you know, if they notice you're in Finland, like like you look foreign, like those who you don't see this, you're you're black. But even even that, if they understand you're in Finland, that's that's fine. Like they, it doesn't matter where you're from. Um, you add them, and then they will see your content because you just recently added. Your content will come first. Yeah. And I would just talk, I would talk to the camera, kind of like we're doing now. Yep. You would say like, here are the top three things you got to got to uh, you you need to add to get a five star experience, and then you say the cheap star thing. Make sure one, make sure all the cutlery is available. Two, make sure you uh, you have clearly expand explain what you do with the trash because it's a big problem. They don't know where don't don't know what to do with the trash. Yeah, and number three, uh, have the bed made for them when they come, so the bed linens are there and they're made for them. That makes for a five star experience, something like that. And that's one video. That's what I'm thinking. What 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 do you think? Um, thank you very much for sharing that because actually, uh, even with our current B2C, I've been uh, trying to find ways of making it more interesting to the people that interact with us. And uh, we were looking at this angle of not really just talking about our products that we have, but how you can use you know this product, how it adds value to, to your life. And I appreciate that angle of, you know, like... Uh, the example you've you've given this is you'll get the beddings this is where you take the trash so just some simple information that actually makes a whole calendar of content you know to post yeah and the more, exactly yeah the, the more content you have the more uh interactions you have engagement you have on social media which is uh 
very very important especially with the modern social media algorithm you know yeah but there's a, there's a couple of key things here is uh, more content is better but you make it in such a way that you're telling a friend and they can do it themselves yeah of course it is easier to work with you because you know where to get all the stuff you get it there you don't that the person don't have to work anything themselves but if they do if they're like yeah we want to put in all this extra work we want to hire some people you're like that's fine go ahead it, yeah. so you just give the advice for free that's mm -hmm. what you notice when I, every time you want to talk with a professional and they say how something needs to be done, they'll be like, yeah, let's say we talk about SEO. They'll be like, okay, we first do this Google, we do this keyword search, we do this thinker thing, we do the testing, we set up these uh, pages, we run uh, different A-B testing on these different things, we do it for 10,000 here, 10,000 here, we try a different language. You're like, yeah, 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 I got it. You can do that for me, please. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, I can't, it's too much. Like, and if you have, if they have so much energy and time, go ahead, do it for free. Take my advice, go ahead. But the people who ha are busy because they're making money, they're busy with their clients, they'd be like, I can pay some hundreds or a thousand euros for this. Here you, here you go. Also, just so you give, but you give advice for free that they can do without you. That's the type of advice you give. And one is that's what I call empowering advice that they can do themselves. Then there's a second part here is what we call reframing advice. So you're trying to say, for example, you would say, when a worker comes in from South Africa, this is the, what you have to look at. So you're trying, because maybe I, I have a frame of people from, say, all of Africa are like this. That may be maybe too extreme. But like IT people are like this. But like, no, no, there's special considerations for different countries. So you're changing my perspective. I have a perspective already. It's, I'm not saying my perspective is wrong. It's just that my perspective is very wide. And you can help me to give specific perspectives depending on the type of person that's coming in or the type of work that they're supposed to do. Like, say, if you have an IT worker coming in, this is very important for them. If you have a you know, hands-on worker, let's say they are doing construction work or something, this is what's important for them. So you're helping me to, to see, and it should be hands-on advice. That's part of it. And, and sometimes it's also helping me see uh, the world from your perspective to realize, ah, oh, there's a nuance here in my own perspective. That's why I need to do this a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. And that's also for free. Yeah. And what ha what happens then is when you have them. This, I think this is fascinating. When you can have them expect your point of view, like, kind of what I'm doing with you here. Yeah. You have them in your world. Now you con you control it. Like they are now seeing the world from your eyes. And when they see the world from your eyes, they see the problem from your perspective. Then buying it from you makes a ton of sense because you created a product that solves exactly that problem from that perspective. Yeah. So you you get them into your world and then then you have them. That's how you win the customer. Mm, yeah, definitely. That is uh, very sound advice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's also good that you mentioned, like, for example, the customer, let's say, from the IT guy from South Africa, that should be very different uh, compared to the IT guy from maybe US or so. Yeah. Um, yeah, this also relates with even um, communicating ourselves on, on our social media because, you know, like, uh, for our B2C, our target audience is basically everyone outside Finland looking to move into Finland. So we have to do a lot of research. We have to be very careful with the content we put out there, trying to get this wide audience into, into oh, our... Yeah, yeah, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. I think that's a fail, yeah. It's like this. Let's say you have a channel about weight, uh, lifting weights and getting strong. And then suddenly in between there comes, and it comes about how to maybe lose or like stay in shape with, by eating. That's still okay because it kind of fits, it's in this fitness category. Yeah. But if he now talks about, like, he likes cars also. So he's also talking about, like, these are really cool cars. You should really buy a red Mustang or something. The audience will be like, nah, they drop. And what YouTube and these, these uh, algorithms, they don't really understand what you did. They're like, I don't know, but you are certainly not that interesting anymore. So they will degrade you. So in the same person that always got a video from you, the second they swiped away because you said something that they're not interested in, you get, like, minus points. And if that happens every now and then, you, you're not like growing. You're going to get the minus here and minus there and minus there. So if you have like, this is how we help people from South Africa. And then comes another one. He helps people from Pakistan. They're like, I don't care. Like, I'm not from Pakistan. I don't, I don't give a shit, shit about that. So then you, it was much, it's much smarter to have. This is what you got to think about when, uh, if you're for B2C. This is what you do to get, uh, you know, so if you're from South Africa, you got to listen to this. Then you keep feeding it, you know, every now and then. The same guy, as soon as the channel is you have something out there, the algorithm will say, well, South Africans love this stuff. They show it to them. And when the South African gets it in his phone, he's like, yeah, I love this. And it it goes the right direction. Mm -hmm. So it, you can almost have, it's called an avatar or a, a buyer persona. The, your channel has one. 
avatar, primary avatar that you're reaching. And if they're diverging too much, you, you have to have several channels. Mm, yeah, that's true. I but also on the B2C side, uh, but on the B2B side, you, you can have, it sounds like you have one avatar. You have these relocation services. They might have several variations of the type of clients they work with, but they probably work with clients from around the world. So then you can have a wide range of different type of people that you help because they also, they, they will be interested in every content you put out because they are facing these problems themselves. Yeah, sorry, you were about to say something. I interrupted you. No, it's actually what you just said because I was, think, I was thinking uh, for the B2C, it's very wide, as you've mentioned. But then when you come to the B2B, for example, the relocation service providers, it's different companies, yes, but the one thing they have in common, they are working in Finland and they are kind of, uh, they all have a certain goal to help people with immigration so for them it's easier to make content uh tailored to them because you can uh, kind of put them in in a single persona for our session yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's and yeah. i think that's definitely your linkedin for example that you would do that yeah so you, yeah and when i say your linkedin that's your private linkedin the linkedin uh, company page it's a graveyard people only go there to look like if i like you i've seen some of your videos or some of your posts i check it out like oh what company you work for your kick's delivery box or whatever you're going to keep it kick home delivery you may check that out i click it now i need to see some content on your page but it will never be seen otherwise never mm. nobody yeah. sees it so you you focus on your own your and all the other co-founders in your team they should be posting all the time and adding all these owners of these companies so they see your content and come and by the way comment on their posts too if you comment on their posts it's more likely they see your post next and if they comment on your post like you're gonna you, you become like friends inside of the algorithm so they will start showing you each other's content because of this commenting so it's, it's like in uh in tiktok and youtube shorts the algorithm is very heavily biased on the view time type yeah. of content and view time and if you get view a lot you're going to get more of that but on linkedin even if you have a really cool video if a lot of people see it it's not as important it's more like have you talked with these other people have they talked with you if you guys are communicating, they'll show you content. If you're not communicating, even if you did a really good content, they're like, nah, no one's gonna see it. It doesn't matter. LinkedIn doesn't, the algorithm doesn't work the same way there. Uh, another thing I wanna touch on, oh, sorry, do you have any question on that? I, I have another topic then about category, but. Um, yeah, no, no, not really a question. I agree with, with what you've mentioned about the algorithm. Uh, of course, due to our model, again, I have to spend a lot of time with this digital marketing. And it's also something that I've noticed personally uh, in LinkedIn. The more you actually comment uh, on the post and post, the more you are visible compared to uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and TikTok, where it's just mm -hmm. about view time, the type of content you put in out there. So I agree with you. Yeah. And you use it to your benefit. It's very good, I'd say. Uh, another thing is about category design that I, I'm, I'm always eminent about because when you promote, by the way, there's category and then there's a brand. So if you say like, hey, we uh, kick his uh, home box, you get uh, this cutlery. It's brand, it's you. Yeah. People don't like that type of content. It's, it's too specific. Like, rather, if you say these are the five most important things to have in a new home when you move in, you go one step above. We're not talking. We're not talking about specific your product. We're talking about general things that's good to have in your home. So it, it's a category, like a good home when you arrive. So people are happy to hear you talk about category all day. They don't want to hear about your brand very much. You can mention it in your call. You can mention in your videos that this is really good to have. By the way, we have that in our box. But anyway, this is how you do it yourself. You can mention what you do, but you just if if anything, you mention it casually. And it should be in your bio, like on your like if you're you know you're talking about yourself, your profile. It should be there somewhere. And sometimes, especially if it's a little bit longer video, like a minute long video and stuff, you can mention that you do it every now and then. But generally speaking, you don't talk about your brand very much. You just talk about the category. And people will figure out, like, you're the, oh, so you probably work in this field because you know everything about it. Yeah. But, yeah, but then we come to category design. So I don't know how many other there are who does this. If you would give yourself a category in the B2B space, what would you call your category? By by category? What what do you mean by category? Is it well, like, you, okay, you're I... not a relocation service. No, we are not a relocation service. Yeah. What what we do is uh, we sell the home essentials that the people need. So in one or another, we are an, like retailers, but our maybe our, like you're a home home essential provider. Maybe yeah, home essential like provider, yeah. I don't know how many of those there are, but you can make a very specific category. I, I tried to mention it earlier in the call, but it would be you can the category can be we make home uh, this 
relocation services, we take we make you like a five out of five experience. Yeah. That's what we do. And mm-hmm. part of that is to make sure all the cutlery is there and make sure the bed is made and have the fact information facts there. There might be some other stuff that you do. You can actually expand this now. But it also means that if you say that we that what we do, we we are a uh, like a location service uh, excellence support. Yeah. Now you're the only one in this whole country who does that. So when you talk about the category, you, you're, you're doing category sales, you're talking about this is how you make an excellent experience for, a, for an immigrant coming into Finland. You just have to talk about that because who are the only ones who help with that? That's yeah. you. Yeah. So you don't have to sell yourself. You're just selling the category, which everybody's happy. They're happy to learn about the category. And then they look at you. Who, what do you do? You're, you're the only one who does it. So you convince them by, by you change your point of view, you, you, you've reframed your perspective to real, oh, we should do, yeah, our company, we, we're, I'm a re- relocation service. I'll be like, yeah, we should do that. We should do that. Like, like uh, Martin has so many good points that we should do this stuff. Like this, uh, you know, it's really good to add, it adds a lot of value to how, like it makes our service excellent to do that. Like who does this excellent stuff? How do, who does that? Oh, it's just, it's just you. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one. Yeah. It's uh, true with this uh, kind of creating an, an identity, like you said, category. If, as I mentioned before, you said this. I was categorized myself as a just a homeware essentials retailer through through e-commerce, which is you could say there's a lot of people identifying as this, and we have big competition like IKEA, giant yeah, exactly. industry. Yeah. But if uh, since we are now working on this B two B angle, if we uh, categorize ourselves like for example this relocation excellence, you know, the thing we have become. We have made isolated ourselves in the in the market. We stand out yeah. in the market. So it's definitely something to think about and approach that angle. Yeah, it might be possible to do it for the B two C as well. Because I noticed on your page you had, you, it felt like an e commerce e shop something. And yeah. I was thinking like I would I wouldn't do that. Like I I feel like because then I could just go to the store or something. It felt like why don't I just go to IKEA or I go somewhere else? So even to the B two C, you can see like what is it that you're offering? It could be that the extremely well organized uh, first 30 days in Finland or something like this. Or we do everything your location service don't. So suddenly you are, you are not just providing stuff. It mm-hmm. might be that's the most what you do is providing stuff, but you also have instructions. You also have like a WhatsApp group for new arrivals. You also have suggestions for sports. Maybe you have a little event. You can have all kinds of stuff in there. Suddenly, you're just selling stuff anymore. You're a whole category, and you're the only one. Yeah, it's a, it's about this extra value addition that we can offer to you know to the companies and people. So I definitely agree with that angle. Yeah, are we making you a category of one? Yeah. So you you've mentioned about this, like for example, your experience on going to our website, and then you think this is just like any other e-commerce store, and it's a little bit demoralizing to maybe. It makes you not want to purchase anymore. I'm <laughs> sorry. No, 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 not to me actually. I'm talking like from the potential uh, customer point. Yeah, they don't get so excited. Maybe. Yeah, and uh, it's actually something that uh, it's I'd say a challenge, and I'd like your opinion on this, especially for our social media because we are very new. Our social media, we have very few followers, few engagement, and I know I was having this a feeling, this feeling that. Uh, in the long run, it's uh, if somebody new comes to a page and they're interested in us and then they see the social media, very few engagements and everything, it lowers our credibility score in yeah. one way or another. So, how will you uh, try like go about this? We uh, are talking about video content to promote this anymore, but it's usually very difficult to do this when you're just starting out. You know, cause... do do it like we're doing now. Yeah. Talk to the camera. Mm-hmm. I would suggest I, I have. I'm going to show on the screen, but I have this tripod. I click start and then I flip it around so I look at the back back the back uh, my lens and I talk to the camera, and then I just cut off the beginning and the end, and I would be like, here are the most important things you got to figure out when you come to Finland, and or like this, if this is B two C, I would say this is what the relocation companies don't do for you that you still need to fix before you come to Finland, and you do an amazing like you do one minute really clear what like you do top three things, you know you can make make many videos. Like just make a ton of them. You said you said you had all these ideas already. Just make a ton of videos. And if I look at your page, even if you don't have many likes, but I look at it and I can click one of these and be like, holy shit, Martin knows what he's talking about. I don't care if there's one like or three like. You just gave me fucking great advice. I'm like, I don't know why nobody's seeing this, but I gotta like this. And I, by the way, I and then I what you want is to them to know, like, and trust you. 
you can't. I don't want you to compete on price, man. You can't compete like how is the cheapest cutlery. You, you're competing for getting a really good experience because you know how to take care of them. Cutlery is one. I would just I would just take that away from the page. You have an experience. It's like five hundred euros, and you, the, you're gonna have a first thirty days or first sixty days of your visit in Finland. We will do everything that the that the relocation company doesn't do for you. For example, all the stuff that you need uh, when, when it comes to cutlery, we have the cleaning stuff. But we also have meeting up, going through uh, some stuff that they don't get help with. That usually is a problem. Uh, you know, they, you you have this fifteen different things that you do. And it's a 500 euro package or includes the community or includes the event, you know, all this stuff. And it's a 500 euros. And what, why will I trust you to buy from you? Because you do all these videos so I can see you. I can know, like, and trust you because you talk, give me so good advice. And I'd be like, shit, dude, I want to have what Martin's doing. Like he knows what he's talking about. And he has this five, this is nothing. 500 euros. I get paid 4,000 euros a month or even more. 500 is nothing. And you can say like you can pay it off with it, like you know it's paid monthly or something. I don't know, hundred euros over five months. You can decide how you do it. But that's like nothing for me. Like, shit, I want to have it. I get all this stuff included. Not only the advice from you, support, Facebook group, event. I also get the cutlery and the bed sheets and everything I might need. That's great. That's a good, that's a good deal. Because I because I like you. I trust you. Yeah. And so that's why you do the videos where you give this advice. And if you do it well, it does spread on these shorts. Like we just had one client here. We they were they're a farmer, but they usually had like between two hundred and one thousand views. We made one video for them. Immediately got ten thousand, twelve thousand in two days. So if it's well done, if you really give advice and you do it well, you will. It will take off if it's on on social on the short form content. Yeah, because what we've been doing currently, um, we do have a TikTok, but we haven't actually been that active on on TikTok. But for uh, reels and on on IG. And uh, Facebook, it hasn't been really been uh, showing my face and say that's the face of the company. It hasn't been showing my face. It's uh, we have some videos and everything, but it doesn't show the face of a person. Yeah. So people don't see actually the face behind the idea. Yeah, and and this benefit, you're an immigrant, right? Yeah, I am. That's a bonus. Yeah, like in so many situations that would be negative, but now it's opposite because you're mm. like, I know. I came here from abroad. I came from, I don't know what country you were from. Where, where are you from? Where, where? I'm, I'm from Kenya. Kenya. All right. So I came from Kenya. I know what it is. I come from Kenya. I come from this life. And now I know it's like, and all my friends, I have friends from, you know, from Pakistan, India, uh, from Congo, from South Africa, from South America. I have friends from everywhere and I know what's going on in their life. You can tell stories probably. You can tell funny story. What happened? They come, they thought everything was set up and this thing was not done and they had to sleep on the floor. You know, you have stories like this you yeah. can tell. There's so much stuff you can do. So I get to like you. Yeah, you know, actually, the funny thing is, uh, if I can, if we have time, I can share this. The yeah, go ahead. Motivation to actually start Kikis is, is I moved. To, I moved into Finland in December 2020. This was during peak COVID, mm-hmm. and you have isolate for five days before you can leave your house. And when when I when I came in, uh, my mentor or the person that was supposed to help me actually get some some few things, she forgot to to buy these things, you know, and. We it was like of uh, during COVID, so we only meet at the train station. She gives me the key. This is the key to your house. You know we can't really talk or anything for for long, and everything. And uh, luckily, she had some extra from her own home that I could borrow. But still, it wasn't really enough. So it was just... I mean, like you come from Kenya, like I don't yeah. expect you to be starving in Finland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? come it was on, man. Full of beddings and some few people who at least a mug, oh, a plate, you know. Yeah. But now the, the problem is I couldn't leave my house for five days to go and buy these products that I actually needed. So for those five days, it was uh, very tough living. You can imagine, you know, <laughs> very tough living. I I was ordering a lot of takeout. I think I gained like five kgs, one kg. Yeah, everything. and your bank account yeah. took a hit, I think, as well. Yeah, you? definitely, definitely. And then now after after I've finished my isolation, it's, it's December. I come from a very warm place. It's December in Finland, very cold, very dark. Mm. I now have to search for where will I buy these products that I need. Yeah. And then, like, uh, I believe most uh, immigrants, we IKEA is world-renowned, so IKEA is our first option. But IKEA is... Um, Far away, it's out of the city where I live. I live in Tape. It's out of the city, so this is a whole journey that I have to plan, which is by bus because I'm still new. I don't oh, even yeah, have a car. Freeze to death out there. IKEA and everything. So, so you see, this experience it was uh, quite hectic, and so from this experience, and uh, I study international business in in Tamk, by the way. So, and uh, I'm I'm done with uni. So from the knowledge I gained with uni, I was more confident that I can actually start and run a business, and I was like. 
I have a personal experience that I believe many people might be in a similar situation that can be improved, and that's that's how I decided to start Kikis. You know, you know what? This is excellent. You you can invite people. You can this yeah. this platform, for example, that we're using here. What is it called? I don't know. Uh, Zencast is what we're using Zencast, now. Yeah. But you could invite people to tell the story. Like, what are your best practices from coming from your home country here to Finland? What is it that everybody got to think about coming here? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. so you are learning about the specialities that might be from that country, and you're making interesting content. You can cut that to small pieces, or you can release it in full as, you know, like, uh, come to Finland podcast. Mm. And then depending on where people are coming from, they you then you what you can do is like also for the relocation services, you can say, hey, you use the podcast because you can now, if you have some from, from Peru, send them this because this is about what they need to think about when they're coming from yeah, Peru. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think I should actually communicate my story more, like you yeah. said, put in the face to this. I've been experienced actually the challenges I'm trying to solve. I've experienced them firsthand. And as an immigrant, so I know exactly what happens, you know, for many people. Like it's it's no longer COVID times. You don't have to isolate, but still, when you think you've arrived, yeah, but it still sucks. Like I, the the, the experience of not knowing, especially everything is expensive here. Very, you, yeah. there's almost nowhere you can come yeah. from where you're like. So if you buy a jacket, it's like 150 euros. Like like I'd be like, I don't know, should I freeze? Like I don't know if I want to buy a jacket. Even <laughs> it's just so expensive. Or I would suggest, for example, I do this with all the things I buy. You buy cheap cheap stuff first, just to learn. Like what type of stuff do I need? Just buy it from a thrift shop, like a secondhand. Uh, to try out the type of jacket that you like, you have it for like a week or two, then you know how, how warm it needs to be and so on. And now you can go into maybe these type of stores where you look for a more proper jacket if you can afford it. Yeah, so you can give advice like this. You can And you can film this like a little bit on the store. There's like, so much you can do, so yeah. much. And that's actually one of the things that we do with our our flagship, the, the value kit. So it's, it's, not, it's something that will help you settle in when you need settling and when you need maybe extra plates, you have more friends coming over, you've made new friends, then you can actually go to the store and buy from there. Or if you need something more expensive, you know, you go buy to there. But yeah. this first period when you've just arrived, you always need something urgently. You need these things urgently. Yeah. So that's where we come in, you know. Yeah. I would say, I mean, if I would remake your product, it would be like, you could call it like the arrival kit. Mm -hmm. What is the price now for it, the normal one? So the, the our flagship product ranges from 195 euros all the way to yeah. 230 euros. So that would be 500 euros or 499, something like that. It's arrived, and it includes a hotline to call if something's missing or something's wrong or something's difficult for the first 30 days of your visit. Mm -hmm. And it includes this kind of community with other people from that are arriving at the same time who might be struggling with the same problem. And it arrives uh, possibly a visit or like a digital a call. Like we're going to call, see that everything's good. You also get it. And... and on top of all that help, you get a box full of stuff. Full of stuff, yeah. So I would flip it. Like the box, that's extra. It's extra, you get all the boxes. But what you really get is this person who will help you and make sure everything is great, who have experienced himself. And and, and then, yes, you get some physical stuff, but that's just like icing on the That's extra. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, definitely an, it's, a, it's an approach to, to consider. Uh, obviously, I can't promise that you're going to implement it. No, no, but I mean, this is just... Yeah. But I'm thinking then the... And I know the price price point. It could be that the type of students you're meeting, but like the thing is, uh, it's not all students are poor, especially foreign students. They might have mommy and daddy paying, and if they know they're being taken care of, mommy and daddy happy to pay to be have the kids taken care of. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's also one of our other um, challenges or things that we're trying to solve with our target audience. You know, it's very difficult to compete on price when we are selling the convenience and yeah. the time saving option you know because our our selling point is not that we are cheap our selling point is that we are a very convenient option to have in the in the market so it's it's usually tricky to balance the two but we are trying to work on that you know and if if you add a lot of soft softness into that for example i can call you anytime for 3 30 days it might mean what they can call you once per customer but yeah. you charge 250 extra for that, for you to have to take a call that's a 20-minute call once. So it's a good pay for the very little work. But it feels good for them. Parents are happy to pay. You're happy to work because you get 250 euros for one hour of work. Yes, yeah. You know, so it's it's a win-win for everybody. But okay, but I'm thinking about what type of content, if if, uh, if I forced you now to make content, like, okay, you got to make content, what would you do? What would be your first place of content? If you give me five ideas. Based on what we've we've talked about, I'd say the first thing is... Already what I can think of, I can make a video, just tips, things to do in preparation of coming to Finland already. 
that's the first I can do. Uh, that is when you are outside Finland, looking to come into Finland. And obviously, we are trying to stretch, you know, the calendar. The next post and post is about things to do when you've just arrived in Finland. You know, things like uh, registering to the DVV. That is very necessary. Those things to do. Uh, the other content will be about community, community events. Uh, let's say, for example, uh, uh, customer from Vietnam. We how to find. Uh, maybe Vietnamese, you know, like a student organization that helps Vietnamese uh, uh, students and so on. Uh, the other thing is about uh, networking, networking in Finland. So uh, I think most immigrants share this point of view that fin- Finnish people are not so easy to connect with, especially mm-hmm. in, the f- in the beginning. Yeah, people are a little bit closed. So just share some tips how to navigate that, how to get used to that. Uh, the good thing about films, and I've also experienced this, the first connection will be uh, quite difficult, but if we actually connect, it becomes very, very valuable. There's a lot that can happen. So that is also something I would make content about. Um, the other thing I would uh, make content about for maybe hobbies, things relating to the home, things you can do to your home, your new home, you know. Uh, like decorations, how to decorate it, uh, some Finnish style, yeah. and so on. So and also, you can have in that same. You can also talk about what are the what are the what are you allowed to do in your apartment, and where are the limits for what yeah. you're not allowed to do. Yeah, that could be one thing. And then you can show this is really good decoration. You can do this completely within the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, and what if this B two B? So if you're talking about these uh, companies who do the service for the relocation the services, relocations. what would be content for them? The one thing that uh, we can create immediately even tomorrow for these relocation service providers is uh, going the extra length for their for their customers. You know, because we are we are almost at the end where they are they have uh, de- dealt with their customer until the customer has found a house, and then that's where like their service comes to an end. So this is a value addition that they can provide to 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 their customers. What what what? So what what are examples of that? The things that they could do. Uh, maybe you share some ideas from that too. Well, I think. How about this? Like when they come in winter, make mm-hmm. sure there's a winter jacket available. Yeah. You can buy it from a secondhand store, and just have it hanging mm-hmm. in the coat coat hanger in there when they come in. It's a maybe a large one, but it will keep them warm until they find their own so, jacket uh, that they want to use. Yeah, that's definitely something that I can produce content on. That you just mentioned the 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 coat, and I was thinking, you know. The one thing uh, I've always been thinking about, you know, Finland is uh, sauna capital of the world. So imagine like for them with this gift in about the sauna culture, telling them about sauna culture is also something that can definitely be. be yeah, and you can say like, give them a gift card to the local, even to the local swimming hall where yeah. there is a sauna. And then you give instructions how you do sauna, make a little video, how you do yeah, sauna. Exactly, yeah. And then you give that to them like, hey, welcome to Finland. Uh, please try out the local sauna. Here's how you do it. It's going to be great. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That's something I could uh, definitely do. So you help them do a better job. Do a, yeah. You give free yeah. advice to these guys. Like, if you want to be, I know you're good, but if you want to be like world class, you add this stuff. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you can say it in a nice way, but the, you, you guys give free advice. And they give so much free advice that it's going to be like, if they don't do it, they're almost going to look stupid. Because now you've told them everything they can do. They can do, yeah. yeah. And the best ones will be like, wait a minute, we, we got to work with, with with Martin because Martin knows what he's talking about. He's talking about he yeah. can help with this. So we don't have to do it ourselves. Martin can just sort this out because his service, you have the sauna package, you have the sauna explanation with a little gift card. You have the, you know, you have a service where you pick up the coats, you have uh, cutleries that might be needed and bed, bed linens. You have everything yeah. that I might need for, for my, when I when people are coming in. And you're just explaining all kinds of good stuff and you just happen to have it. So it's easy for me as a relocation service to just buy it from you and you can fix it. Yeah, definitely. True. So it's uh, definitely true. And uh, it's just about uh, uh, putting a face to the, to the message, attaching a face to the message, you know, yeah. and uh, actually putting the message out there. And also this is now something to, I don't know uh, if you've experienced this in your own uh because this is about content marketing and everything which you are using social media. From what I've seen nowadays with uh, especially Meta, it's very difficult for organic content to actually blow. You have to put some money behind it, which is definitely not a problem, but I just want to know from 
your opinion do you think this is true or is it just an observation that i've come up with if your advice is so good that people want to share it yeah they will share it if it is so good that they're like holy crap this is great they're going to comment they're going to share they're going to like and they're going to watch the whole video and it will spread on the, on those platforms and when you talk with other foreign students you if you, if you're talking b2c you just give this give you can send it and connect with them and send it to them but if it's really good like they will share it the old fashioned way like this advice was freaking great you should check this out mm-hmm. so then you can, so you get to spread if you make it if you have good we have we have craft and we have uh, uh, the insight the content itself substance mm-hmm. if the substance is real good like you have freaking solid advice that any that is really good for somebody and I want I will share this with my friend yeah. and then craft making it look good and stuff that helps but if you get the substance right you're really far ahead mm-hmm. and if you keep producing you're going to get better at the at the editing and and the make the craft itself but the substance is what's important that you have really solid advice for people and they will start to share it with others and usually as soon as somebody's following you on on linkedin or instagram or wherever you, they find you they be like holy god this guy has got so good content He's, they will start sharing it like already my content that i do i get like um if i do if i get 300 views 3 to 10 people will save that cuz they think it's so good mm-hmm. like that on if i do tiktok for example it's just because they really like the advice They're like yeah this is good stuff like please i i i really like it so don't worry too much about the algorithm how it 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 wants to show your stuff to people that like it it says that the the substance and it's not there yet it wasn't that sexy it wasn't that tasty but if yeah. you make it tasty real tasty they are going to see it but you, you, there might be other challenges you, but i i would use everything i can especially when you're be- a beginner talk with everybody meet connect with everybody you can friends of friends ask them to follow ask them to like to connect and linkedin is easier because then you can actually find people and like you know connect with them that way and just keep producing good stuff it it it, it happens to everybody uh, you know, I've heard this. You probably heard this before, right? This advice, yeah. and I yeah. just started myself not too long ago, and I'm noticing it works. If you yeah. actually put the substance in there, it it does spread. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. So it's just it's now up to me to put in actual the the actual work to make the content. You know, the content won't uh, produce itself. Although we are in 2023 and AI is doing wonders, so I'd actually like to ask you if you have any experience uh, making content with AI or what you think about yeah, this. Yeah, I use it uh, almost every day now, and we use it for repurposing video to text. Yeah. So on the website, I now have a blog section, and in there, it's the podcast episodes that I have, and they are then put into ChatGPT as just straight with the. Um, minutes and everything it's in there is a transcript it's really dirty throw it in there and say please make this to a blog post and chat gpt will say yes sir and with a couple of iterations you get a quite good blog post and mm-hmm. now you get some seo work like seo blog post type of stuff and then oh you can have the video the podcast and the text on the same like page which which helps so some people want to read and also it helps with people finding a website if they do seo if they want to search for it mm-hmm. yeah definitely. also yeah yeah, you know, especially with SEO, like doing SEO research and finding the keywords and everything, it's something that is always, always changing. The trends, uh, the search uh, engine trends that are happening now won't be the same two months down the line. So uh, it's a good thing that now we have AI, which makes this very easy. Like you said, you can just put whatever you have, the rough sketch and everything, and the AI will do all the SEO connections and polish the script for you. So that is... Yeah. Something and it avoids cool. double work. Also, when you do a LinkedIn post, for example, I, I I really like LinkedIn posts. You make a video, and LinkedIn in my case should be B to B to B, in my opinion, if you do it. But you had mm-hmm. the B2B content there, you make a video, then you just do that as well. Throw the transcript in the chat GPT, how then it gets out the main points, and now you can look at those main points and then you just rewrite your own LinkedIn post. I wouldn't copy I wouldn't use the chat GPT for the LinkedIn post because it really struggles in my opinion I haven't found it but I use it as a basis because I listen to my own podcast already own episodes it's one minute uh, of this short that I do for LinkedIn it's one minute long and then also I do the transcript into chat GPT I get it out and like hmm, okay this is what chat GPT thinks and then I'll re- re- we, I will rewrite it but now this only takes you know a minute instead of me listening and then having to have, you know staring on the blank page is so hard to start it's but sweet. it just gives you that starting point and then you just edit it and bam you got you got the video you got the transcript and everything, and I would, I would, also you got the post related to the related to the video. I mean, 
And I would also use it for like uh, getting subtitles. If you have CapCut is what we're editing with mostly, and that's really efficient because they have automatic captions in there. Yeah. And it's it's like 90% accurate. So you have to go in, fix a couple of words, and then you have nice uh, nice uh, subtitles. You can get there, like some emojis and images in there. So because you've been doing this uh, sales coaching, I believe, I believe for a while, uh, from your experience, what to you say is uh, some maybe misconceptions that entrepreneurs have in terms of B2B content marketing, because uh, I'd say even personally, I'm more biased that uh, social media is more for B2C to get those new customers and everything. But obviously things have changed. Social media is now very, very important in, in the modern world in marketing. So it's also a very, very important tool for B2B uh, marketing. So what will be some misconceptions that entrepreneurs have had with this uh, content marketing for B2B? Well, we can think like this. We are not in the metaverse just yet, mm-hmm. but people spend, it's on average, like two hours per day on their phone or something. That includes CEOs, includes purchasing managers, includes people who pay for stuff. So that maybe before you thought that, you know, all the kids are on social media. No, no, everybody's on social media. Mm-hmm. Either it's TikTok or YouTube or it's podcasts, if you want to call it social media, uh, or they are on LinkedIn, like they're somewhere and hanging out. Yeah, and it, you just got to be there because otherwise they watch somebody else's content. And if you make empowering content like you're teaching them stuff, they want to watch that, especially the CEOs and managers. They don't want to waste their time. Yes, they will watch uh, you know, the latest television show and stuff. But a lot of the stuff that these guys uh, consume, men and women, who wanna, they want to be better. They want to learn. So if you produce, produce that type of content, they will want to watch it. Also, if you look on TikTok and stuff, yeah, you have this for like this more B2C. Yeah, you have this trends, but you also have, this is how you cook an egg way better. And actually what you're using to cook that egg is a special frying pan that's that's made by some company. They might not say it, but it will be visible. They do, they will, yeah, there will put product placements and everything. So people like empowering content that helps them become better. So yeah, B2B, we just, B2B is, well, we're a little bit corporate in our style. Like we don't want our brand to look wrong. We don't, be, we want to be a bit careful yeah. who's good. And then, yeah, then we lose. Like if we want to win, we got to put our face out there and share and teach people stuff because the, the buyers are on. And you need to get, it, what are the alternative? Let's say I don't do social media. And then I call you say, Martin, I want you to buy from me. You're like, hey, Rasmus, I don't know you. I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you who I am. Let's tell you what I do. You're like, that's fine. All right, well, let me consider it. Please send me an email. That's yeah. what's going to happen. But if mm-hmm. I instead, I come across your content online because you say you connected with me on LinkedIn and I'm like, I didn't have to talk with you, but now one of your videos comes up. Okay, oh, Martin is talking about this. You know, yeah, we're also, we also helping immigrants come to Finland. Okay, good advice. Yes, all right, nice. And then I, maybe a week later, I see another one and another one. Now, if you reach out and say, hey, by the way, like maybe I can help you with your uh, uh, like relocation company. But like, yeah. hey, I'm Martin, let's hop on a call. Yeah, that's it's, it's like it's way better. Now we're talking. Like, yeah, yeah, I like the stuff that you were doing. Yeah, sure. Let's uh, you know how you think we can do some of that in our company. You think can you help us? Is it like it's just you just you created the relationship without talking, which is even preferred. I don't want you to call me if I don't know you, but if you do the content first and then you reach out, it's this I know you. Like I've, I've seen your stuff, even though you, you you don't know me, you haven't seen my stuff. You know, I'm, I'm let's say I'm secret on LinkedIn, but I will have a warm relationship with you. So that saves everybody so much time. So it's just, it's just. Uh, I, I talk with another company who does it. They were like, you know, you if you you guys in B two B don't want to do it, we'll just wave as we pass you. Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. when they're doing it, they, they had this company, the IT company. They don't even, they don't even have salespeople. They don't have anybody. They don't do any outreach. They just have people come in. They have all their customers come in through the door because they do content, primarily authentic content. Mm-hmm. So the misconception is that we think that we don't need to do this. Well, you don't need to, but like the ones who do, they're going to win. Like Martin with the uh, Kiki's home delivery. <laughs> they're in the home box, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, you mentioned something about people uh, looking at content that betters themselves or things that, you know, they improves their daily life. Uh, I was also doing some research and I noticed this is also a trend, especially post-COVID people became more conscious about how can I have a better life? How can I live healthy? Things mm-hmm. like uh, basically just self-improvement. And I think that's also a very good angle, this sort of education about self-improvement. It can be, for us, it can be anything relating to home, even something simple like 
how to make your bed, you know, if you make your bed this yeah. way, better. So, yeah, yeah this is definitely a, a good angle to approach as well. Yeah. There's, there's so much. You mm. just start making that content. I'm uh, like, I make one to two pieces of content uh, every day that we publish. Mm. And <clears throat> you will see even now on my, on my, if you look at my TikTok, because on TikTok I produce the most, you will see that it's improving. Even, you know, it's improving all the time. You just get better over it. You get so, like, just start producing, you're going to get better. Yeah. And uh, if I may ask, uh, what kind of tools do you do uh, use for content, you know, content management, content planning? We use Google Drive and we also use Asana a bit. Uh, it's a, but I, I'm not really happy where we are with that yet. Yet We're still working on it. Like I'm happy with the things we're producing for ourselves and our customers, but we, uh, I, I don't feel the system is uh, watertight. It's, you know, it, it's maybe too much work. Like yeah. we have, you know, there's a level between like how much management do we do? And, and because you allow for some chaos, it's faster, but at some points there's too much chaos and it slows it down, but you can go the other way. You overmanage, you ask like, please fill all these things in, click here, click here, click here. It takes forever to just say what you're going to do. If it takes 15 minutes to start working, it's also a waste of time. So we have to, we are in the balancing act there and I'm, I'm not sure we've found the right one yet, but if you're one man company, then you don't need any. Just have a, have a Google Drive folder where it's unedited and then another one called edited. And mm-hmm. they had, or edited one, edited and posted or like edited, unedited, edited, posted. And then you just post the same one on all con- on all platforms. Yeah. Or, or you know, if you're B2C, you have the B2C, that's one. And then you have the B2B, this might be another folder. Then you have B2C, unedited, edited, posted and so on. But that, that would be, that would be get you started. Yeah. Don't worry too much about it. Like, starting is more important than sorting everything out. Yeah, I don't really have any more questions at, at this point. Yeah, I think we're running out of time as well. Yeah. So Martin, thank you very much for coming. It was a pleasure talking with you. You had really good questions. I hope that you got something out of this as well. Definitely. A lot of value. So yeah, because for me. Thank you. Yeah, because for much. me, this was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, we will definitely keep in touch. And then you can also uh, check out our social media t- channels. It's at Kiki's Homebox. And our website is kikishomebox.com. So you might find content and uh, for the audience, whoever will uh, know of us after this, then they will definitely see a lot of difference from the content we had before this podcast and the content we'll have after this podcast. So definitely let's keep in touch. Amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time, Rasmus. It was nice to meet you.